This is Faking It, a New York musician's podcast, hosted by some New York musicians. Grace Mann, Rebecca McCartney, and Franklin Rankin. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, you stuck around from the first one. You really or did, you're tuning in Franklin. just now and you're listening out of order, which we don't recommend. Please stop <laughs> or, now. Or, or no one is hearing this one. at all. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? There are so many people. Grace plot is points. our in house pessimist. It's true. Shout so. out to how does that our feel listeners. For you? No, uh, how does that feel for you inside your head? Half empty. To hate the world? Oh, it's. It, that <laughs> feels. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're also joined by May, our cat today. Yeah. She yeah. said it's... Okay, that was weird. <laughs> okay, let's just... Just let's keep just, it going. Just, just bulldoze right through that one. Just move right on that. So, Listen, uh, that's how Grace's, it, like, ire comes out. That's how it manifests. I don't it's read just Rebecca. Trying to Can you like give me a definition of ire? Anger. Has anger. anyone yeah. faked it since our oh, last... Yeah. Podcast. Oh, yeah, let's yeah. start. Yeah, yeah, let's start out with. And a, in what way? In what moment. way? Yeah. How did you fool? How did you your fool audience yeah. since the last time we spoke? Oh well, I've been. You know, I I bartend around the corner, and somebody asked me how the pale lager is, and I said it's quite lagery. <laughs> And oh. he agreed when he tasted it. So I feel like that was a good faking it moment. I, I think that was it. just lack of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I think I that was just unskilled labor. Yesterday I showed up to a gig, not my own, but my friend's gig on the wrong day, like a day early. And the guy at the door was like, I'm so sorry that you came all the way out here to the Bowery Electric. And I was like, that's okay. I live right here. I live right here. I don't. I don't <laughs> live right there. In Did fact, he, I live far away. And he believed you. And he believed me because... That was quite loggery of you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I really felt connected to you in that moment yeah. of trying to make up for my lack of beer knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, this is why I'm a pessimist on this podcast, because y'all are mean. <laughs> Y'all are, we should call this the mean people and Grace is also there. Grace, this was your idea. And I'm regretting it because you're mean. Okay, so I think we have a really exciting thing to bring in today. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you want to follow I that throat clear? I faked it. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry. I just assumed that you're authentic. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Oh, that was good. Uh, no, I had a gig at like a kind of fancy schmancy club. And I wore some fake jewelry, and someone was like, I love your jewelry. And I was like, yeah, it's sterling silver. It's very much not. And right underneath, my skin was you turning green. You joked that it was sterling I silver. Said, well, I couldn't joke like, it was gold because it was supposed to look like silver. so funny. And they were like, I love your jewelry. I was like, thank you so much. I was, I'm this cool artist. Yes, I wear sterling silver. And yes, this is part of my Isn't aesthetic. Isn't sterling silver, like, sterling not that expensive? It's like, not expensive, but, like, it's more expensive than, like, Whatever you got like off the street. Steel yeah. or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Wow. Did you know you were buying a fake when you got it? Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they I didn't, they didn't do it. This is not silver, right? Right. This isn't sterling silver. This is not right, sterling right, right, silver, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. great, great, great. So, you want to move on? So, all right. That was... Yeah, could you just keep going So, we have a guest today with us in our studio that we're in right now, mm-hmm. not my living room. It's Ella Galvin. Hey. Hey. Hello, hello. We're She's so happy be, you're yeah. here. I'm this. so happy I'm here. I'm, I'm, it was, 
I'm happy she's to be like, here. Yeah. Where? She's like, where <laughs> am I? Where am I? What exactly. is this? Yeah, I don't know, but I'm happy to be here. We're in studio, not my living room. That's what yeah, it's yeah, called. Yes. Yeah. This is a great studio. Thank Honestly. you. Thank you. Soundproofing is great. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Hey, Joe, could you put a little more in my headphones? Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Joe's there's engineer. just a glare through all of our isolation boots right yeah. now. It's yeah. kind of hard to see you. So, uh, so Franklin invited Ella this morning. Do you want to tell the story about... Yeah, tell that story. Tell the story about... Inviting Ella onto well, the podcast. Well, first I'll say how Ella and I met. What? Wait, was, first, Ella, can you just say? A, can you tell where are who you from? You are? And, oh yes. Yeah. So yeah. my name is, is Ella Galvin. I'm from Boston. Everyone mm. thinks I'm from Alabama just because my family lives there, but I'm wow. not. That's a bummer. That I must do, be hard however. For you. Yeah, yeah. It's just super duper hard. <laughs> I do have an Alabama license though. Oh. So like, I get why everyone thinks that. Where in Boston are you from? I'm from Wellesley. Oh. You're from Wellesley, yes. Mass. Yes. Yes. What else? Like, what else should they know about? What's going you? on? Yeah. What's hot? What's going oh, on? What's going on? I work in advertising. I work oh. for M&M's advertising, which is a hot topic these days. Yeah, you guys have had like a big few months. So we definitely were you are. behind the sexy M&M's? Oh my god! You? If were I had anything to do with M&Ms? that, she, her heels would be higher. They would be platforms. Ella, how old are you? Oh my gosh, I'm 23. <gasps> Awful to hear. Wait, we need older. We need older guests. (laughs) And they hate me for it. All right, right. (laughs) okay. So you work in M and M advertisement. Yeah, I work in I work in nine to five, and I'm also a singer. I guess you guess. You guess. I think I might be a singer. Oh my god. Okay. I don't know. Little independent artist in New York. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone knows the vibes. Well, you're um, in the right place. Yeah. We're, we're so all glad about that little you knocked artists. on this door. A little yeah. teeny tiny Guess who artist. did knock on this door? Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca she just walked not. in. She texts, coming in. Yeah. This is our fourth time meeting this woman. Just walked in. Yeah, just went but right in the Craigslist us. ad where you guys first advertised for the <laughs> yeah. third. Um, it said, like, welcome anytime. So <laughs> that's I true, thought, that's true. let me just test it. Let me test it out. Mm. I think I worked out, honestly. Is that a real thing, Craigslist? Craigslist. Wait, you mean is, is what kind of question? No, is I that? know that is a real thing, oh but my like God. I was worried. I need to know how. I, I want to get to the birth story. Like, oh, oh, the birth the story. Birth story. Oh, the so, birth story. So the yes. birth story. Who wants to the tell the birth story? I, I, I mean, it's really, it's really fast. Okay. Not Grace. Yeah, Rebecca and I will handle this one. So we did a show like what? Like, last December. Last December. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. It was a, it was a great show. We're not going to go over that because we talked about it last time. Mm-hmm. And then it was we, my EP release show. Yes. Big stuff was opening. We were, oh yes, our band was opening. And then we had an idea to have like a writing session. You know to what? Did we have? Did, did we, we have that? Yes, we have had that. No, idea. we did not. It was we. No, Grace after, asked Rebecca to have and a after writing. We session. had this writing session. More than a year after this yes, show. Yes, more yeah. than a year after. We had no contact, did not meet That's in between. That's not true. That's, That's not, not true. true. I came to your show. You came yeah, to we our had show. Many, Why are you slamming we talk about, down? Right, someone else saw the fucking We had story. many, many like, hey, hey, girly, sh- I have a show coming up. We have a show coming up. Big stuff, shows coming Here's up. The story. I mean... There's not much to the story. Finish the story. All right. I invited, t- I invited Allow Rebecca me to over yeah. Yeah, go <laughs> ahead. a writing session. Yeah. And... We did not write anything, but except like f- because Franklin was also home 
And Frank really wanted to hang out with me. All right, basically so the three have... of us are hanging out. We're just we're chatting. We're we didn't chatting. get to any writing. But then all of a sudden, Grace said, God, you guys are so funny. We need to have a podcast. <laughs> like, that need... is what she said. That's yes. exactly what she said. She said, we should have a podcast. And I was like, oh, God, okay, I Not the like... funny part. I didn't <laughs> yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like, do we really need to act like finance bros and imagine that our opinions are like so important for people to hear? And then I realized, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're so important. And good. They're good things yeah. that we think. So then we started our podcast last week. All right. First topic, something I want to introduce yeah. is uh, three goods and we'll rank them. Yeah. So I thought for today we can do like what's more important, looking good, sounding good, or like being good, like a good person, like good vibes. For an artist. Like yeah. sounding good is, I guess, pretty cut and dry. It's like, do you... Like, I think sounding good, good is, noise. is big though because it's in our industry there's recorded music and then there's live mm-hmm. music and then there's the whole world of like social media content yeah. oh and so God, yeah. the audio quality is just a small part of sounding good it's like you can have really well developed well made songs and that turn into beautiful recordings or you can have like great song ideas but they're not treated in a professional way. So that's still, you know, you can sound good. Like I can go to somebody's show and feel like the songs are still at an early stage of maturity, but they're great songs. You know, they have like a lot of depth to what could come of them, but they're still like early on. Yeah. And then there's the whole like, do you just put out a professional sound? Like a show, does it feel tight? Is the band good? You know? I mean, I say this all the time, like, do you like, perform with tracks? Yeah, you know? I was going to say, I was, yeah. it's with tracks. Like, sometimes tracks are needed. Like, you know, if you're a pop artist, you, like, you can't have a four-piece band. Like, right. there's too much that needs to happen. And vice versa, if you're, like, kind of a smaller artist, like, yeah, or, I mean, like, you know, if you're up there with just tracks, like, sometimes that's a real detriment because, like... Totally. It just kind of doesn't have the same... Yeah, like, do we want to describe, weight. like, what that what that is to our audience? Oh, so, like, so tracks is... Uh, when someone runs like stems, like so, that, you know, it might be like just a drummer on stage that we playing drums, and then everything else is like all the background vocals and the yeah. guitars and the pianos and the bass is all like being piped in through like the speakers, and then someone is singing, and then they so can, it's performing with part of your set pre-recorded, pre-recorded, like from the track that you would hear on Spotify, yeah, typically. Um, and some artists will go on whole tours with just tracks, like most rap artists are just tracks yeah or if you get an opening slot on a tour but you can't afford to pay your opening band. slots yeah. pay nothing for reference like an opening slot on a tour where the the headline band is playing like 200 to 500 cap rooms in most of the country even if it's a two-month three-month tour like the the opener is going to get between 150 and 250 dollars a night um and and yeah. you have to pay from that sum you have to pay for your own lodging, your own food, your own transportation, yeah. and your band fees. So a lot of people, if they're like, the only way you can make that work is if your label is paying for it or you're paying for it from your advance or whatever your family money. Mm. But if you if you somehow can figure out how to make a tour work for yourself and pay for a hotel or an Airbnb or sleep on people's couches from $150 a night, you cannot pay to have a band with you. To no. have like, you know, a three-piece, four-piece, five-piece band. So maybe it makes sense to play with tracks. Yeah. But there are like serious downsides to that. I mean, like energy is the biggest downside. Like mm. when you're just trying to... Because I, I don't think... 
Ella, you don't use any tracks, correct? I don't use any tracks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because the, the times I've played with you, Ella and I have met before, we've played together, it's almost always, well, always. It it's always like a, it's, is, yeah. an acoustic band. I think yeah, everyone here uses acoustic bands for that exact reason. Yeah. Which is like, you know, Grace and I would rather do duo than use, like, mm-hmm. tracks. Oh, just because, like, it just, it, 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 after, like, two songs, like, the audience is ready to check out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, there's, if you're the only person they have to interact with. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's it's a spectrum, you know? Like, I've seen some people who can play really energetically to a click. That's the other thing. Like, once you're playing tracks, you're locked in yeah, to the to form the, of the song yeah. and to the tempo. Right. So, like, that's what takes the energy away for me as an audience member if I'm watching somebody play with tracks is that there there's no space for them to improvise or mm-hmm. change what's going on on sure. stage. Like, they're locked in. So yeah. they're, they're Dynamics, ab- too, are, like, yeah. hard to create yeah. when you're playing with tracks. Have you ever played with them? No. I yeah. saw Lizzo yeah. perform with tracks though, and it was a big letdown. Yeah. Honestly, Lizzo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I perform with tracks a, a good amount of times for other artists, but it's always like, like guitar, drums, and tracks, or guitar, drums, right. bass, and tracks. Because you can't have like all of the synth sounds yeah. if your song yeah, is really Yeah, you can't really have five hinging. synth players on stage. Exactly. Yeah. And I will say, like, band with tracks mixed in, which is how most awesome. big tours work. Like that's that's the most full sound you're gonna get. Right is, like, essentially a full band and tracks. Right. Uh, and, you know, that's how every big tour works, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. People just have really different, like, yeah. commitments of what they want their set to sound like. Yeah. Or what they think their audience wants. If the audience is, like, really into the synthy sounds that you have and, like, the waterfall sounds, then maybe it makes you more sense. You need that track. But if the alternative is just you playing with an acoustic guitar and then somebody comes out to hear the waterfall sound and they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. But you can make up for that by maybe looking amazing the whole time. Yeah. Or being a killer acoustic player, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like being such a good, yeah. or like having somebody else play electric guitar with mm. you or something that is going to really remake the sound. Like I, my favorite concerts, if I've like come to a show because I've listened to somebody's recordings, the best thing I can see as an audience member is someone like taking the recordings to a different space. Yeah. Like, to totally. a different yeah. like I don't want to hear you remake what I can yeah. go home and listen to. Like sure, even yeah. if you have sure. a great voice or whatever. Like I wanna I want you to like develop the live sphere. Yeah. To yeah. be different. And that's what keeps people coming back to shows. If you can do that really well as a band, then they like they wanna go home and listen to your stuff and then they wanna come see you again. That's yeah. a really good point. I yeah. just saw Remy Wolf and mm. she does such a good job of that. Like she, she's I awesome. know she plays with tracks too, but she has guitar, drums, bass, and she sings. And then she has like whatever tracks are like, she has a lot of weird sounds in her music. So that's like, she doesn't use all of those weird sounds because again, like that kind of like is what you listen to at home. But she does such a good job of like mixing the live sound with like what she yeah. has already recorded to be this perfect like live sounding thing mm. and she's got a crazy voice yeah, yeah. and yeah. huge energy at terminal five yeah cool so the next one is looking good which is you know in most cases like equally as important because and not just phys- being physically attractive but having a good looking show not like, just making yourself hot yeah, not just yeah. being not yeah, just being not hot, just being hot. <laughs> but like having uh, choreography and dancers yeah. and you know you know uh, syncing up a light show and so on looking and so confident. forth yeah, looking, looking confident, confident. Like, mm-hmm. wearing, wearing yeah. uniform whatever yeah. it is that also draws your audience in which is a huge factor in people yeah. like saying when they leave your show like oh I love that show like oh that was really cool 
Yeah. It's like, you know. Yeah. If, so if what do you what do you think are the parts of that? Like. Well, I think choreography is important. Like, there's a band that I play with, Wenzel and the Shakes. Great music, but also like their choreography is so. Like serious intense. dance choreography. Yeah, and they they have you know a wardrobe dresses everyone like so we're all wearing like sequins. And, oh. You know like so, the show so was wearing choreography and and style. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Sequins specifically. Sequins specifically. <laughs> Did you get your hair and makeup done for that? Yeah, I had hair and makeup done. Like, I was wearing, like, lace. It was, like, a very intense... Oh, it's a very intense thing. But, like, you know, it added so much to the show. Totally. It like, took us from being, like, oh, this is just, just like, a semi-jazz performance to, like, oh, like, this is a spectacle. Like, this is, like, a show. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's, that's, like, a big part of it. What about you guys? What do you think? What about on, like, a smaller level? Because I feel like at Rockwood, you're not really doing, like, choreography. Well, that's a that's what could. I was going to bring up. Like, it, I think it's a weird balance of, like, when do you decide to look, like, super dynamic, professional, whatever. Because yeah. sometimes, like, if I... We were talking about this at some point. Like, if I play a show and somebody else on the bill is, like, you know, this is a small venue, whatever, but somebody's taking it, like, super seriously. Yeah. Like, their whole band is, you know, outfitted and yeah. hair and makeup and whatever. It's kind of a turn off. It's just a little strange. Yeah. But, like, maybe sometimes it works. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, I believe you. I feel like that, like, really ties into the name. Like, how hard are you? do you need to fake it? Like, at yeah. these, like, because that feels, like, very fake. Like, when like, is it going to We're gonna not help? that popular. Like, do we need choreography? But also, should we do choreography? Because then we look like we are that popular you know what, what I mean? type of choreography are you talking about like i mean i guess like, like, I, i've been hugging between every song <laughs> wait what just giving hugs between every song <laughs> but like intensely choreographed hugs where like you have to start with a handshake yeah. <laughs> no no i mean right. I've had a like choreographed guitar solos where it's like I, I walk out to the front and I solo for a second. Yeah, and there's I would like say a big like, break and then I walk further and then, you know, that, I that's feel like choreography. Defining, yeah, like defining choreography almost as in like staged. Blocking. Yeah. yeah. Like, like blocking. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's also like, like and then hiring turned, background dancers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like even like, and then I turn to the drummer and I like do this and then I like, like small things like yeah. that can yeah. be like it's choreography. Like, okay, Rockwood is such an interesting setting for this because it, it is staged. a space. Rockwood and Mercury, I feel like, or, I don't know, just like in general. Yeah. yeah, like stage two. Like places that New York artists will play, but also like touring artists will play when they come yeah. through, yeah. especially if they don't know yeah. like what their draw is in the city. Because you can really see the difference between somebody playing stage two who's like using Rockwood as their tour spot in New York, and then the person who's just like the singer-songwriter from down the street. Like they will treat the stage so differently because mm -hmm. the touring artist wants to assert that like I am this, like I am so professional, my yeah. show is so tight. I'm gonna show you that through all of these visual cues. And then the person coming up next is just like a little bit more like honest a lot of the time where yeah. it's like maybe we have the maybe they have the same number of monthly listeners but they're trying to relate a little bit more to the audience and not sure. put on this whole thing like it's a really interesting dynamic mm -hmm. of like yeah. who's putting up those those like visual icons mm. and who's dressing themselves really intensely Yeah. And how does it read? Yeah, and hey exactly how does it come off? And also, audience size has a big mm -hmm. plays a big part. Oh like, yeah, 
you know, you never want to look overly dressed and there's only like eight people in the audience. So, right. you know, <laughs> that's that's just never a good look. Yeah. I mean, when I'm trying to figure out what to wear on stage, I like, I think it's so fun now that like I get to have this job and I can go shopping and be like, oh, I would never wear that in like my regular life. But like, yeah. I could wear that on stage. Oh, you sure. Know? Yeah. yeah. But, like, I never want to look too intense. Yeah. I want to look cool, but I don't want to look yeah, too... Yeah, you don't want to look, like, yeah, yeah, too intense, yeah. My mom always, yeah. like, anytime we see, like, any, like, fancy dress, she's like, should you get that for a big set? <laughs> yeah, it's, no. like, yeah. it's like, like a prom gown. It's like a prom exactly. gown. I would not even yeah. know, like, if I saw big stuff and Grace was just in this huge yeah. dress, yeah. I would be like... Yeah, okay. I mean, I have, like, sequin dresses for, like, jazz gigs, but I would not wear that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. On stage at my show. My mom will see, like, heels. She's like, should you get those? I'm like, I literally wear sneakers every time. <laughs> I don't like, know how to walk. I don't know those. how to walk. In the, I, do you want me to yeah. fall down? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And then... But, yeah, like, deciding your, like, style for... I feel like for your band is, like, you know, part yeah. of the experience. Like, we've committed to anyone can wear whatever they want. Yeah, and it kind of comes together into like a hodgepodge. Of- I yeah. did tell Jackie one time. I was like, "Oh, you can't wear." She wore heels one time, and I was like, "You can't do that." Grace is five. Grace I is five one. Literally looked like a little baby. Like, <laughs> like they were like, "Why is maybe this that's ba- the are- new aesthetic?" What do you say, Ella, to your band? Like when they're asking what to wear. Also, so you know, Ella has bleached eyebrows right now. Yeah, and like it's, Julia Fox it looks- bleach. <laughs> it looks awesome, which like it plays into like looking like an artist. Like, thank you. It's right. That, that, yeah, thank you. I was looking at like my, I had a photo shoot. Well, okay, I'll get to that. I guess I tell them though, like we've done a few gigs together. So I'm kind of just like, like they know what to wear. Yeah. But I think the first time I was kind of just like, I was wearing all red and I was like, wear like cool colors maybe. Mm. <laughs> So that like I stand out because if you're wearing like something crazy red too, it just like would look as I don't know. cool as in like cool tone cool as in cool yeah. tones green blue purple. Yeah. Yes. I've tried color accents before. I've yeah. tried to be like wear mostly black or wear neutrals, and then like I was wearing an orange bodysuit one time, so I was mm. like, and then like a touch of orange. But then I was on stage lights, yeah. so it didn't oh. show. Yeah. Like it just yeah. doesn't mm. do anything. You know, I wonder yeah, what it's like true. to have a band that listens to you. When yeah, you give well, I, them... I pay them. To <laughs> we do pay that. our band to. All right. Yeah. Mm. No, in my contract to my bandmates, it says must listen. <laughs> Everything I say. Kidding. We uh, don't have a contract. Well, our band listens. Yeah, they, they listen sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Also, I, I feel like we. I tried to do color coordination one time, but we're like eight people and it just looked yeah. ridiculous. It's just like too much yeah, of yeah, the it's same just, yeah. thing. It's like it's a fucking blue man group. Also, I have to say, like everyone in our band has like such different style from each other that it really works out for us to wear our own, like to do competitive casual. Mm. As an outsider watching your band, there's this really good vibe of like, we all want to be here. Yeah, like this yeah, is a yeah. collaborative and we all want to be here because we're friends and we're going to like make music together because we're friends. So we if you- That's because other. we don't pay them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's they, because- There's the only reason they come out is for the, for the hang. For the hang, yeah. them before and after. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I know I you do. do. So, but like if you all came out and you're like all wearing like all black, whatever, it almost has that vibe of like, this is too intense. This is too much, mm. yeah. But when you're playing like nice, upbeat, soul pop music and you want this vibe of like, we're all happy to be yeah, here. It does have to match the music. It has to be like, casual. You couldn't yeah. come that out is like such a uh, good. That's yeah. That's I've a good been point. Thinking about that so much because I like. I'm trying to think of like how to say like I feel like sometimes I want to dress like really goth or like really like mm. super girly or mm-hmm. like super like androgynous and like 
that's just like, I feel like you have to have a style as an artist. And like, for me, there's so many, like, I just think of clothing as like costumes. Yeah. And sometimes sure. I want to wear this kind of costume and sometimes I want to do this. And also my eyebrows are bleached, which is like very like kind of like alternative. Maybe people would think that I'm doing music other than like happy soul pop right. stuff. So it's like, I don't know, but I want to stand out and not look right. as boring as I did in like my photo shoot that I had in September. Cause I, I didn't look boring. Like they're great photos of my, I love my photographer and, and like the girl that worked with me for creative direction and makeup and whatever. It was great. But like looking at it now, I'm like, mm. I want to make a change to the way that I look because I look like every other bitch, like mm. every other person. I can't curse. Yeah. I guess. Oh, you no, can no, curse. You totally oh, that was a joke. Please, that was a joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I think like the, the, my response to that is like, I don't know how to do that as an artist either. And the biggest thing that I don't know how to do or that I think I should be doing that I don't know how to do is like, I think the most important part of style is choosing something and committing to it. Mm. So then it becomes cohesive because you right. keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. Like, even if the style doesn't really match the music, because that's so hard to figure out. Like, what is my personality supposed to do to match my music? Like, this yeah. is just what I make. Then, like, if, if I have something and I shout it really loud and I wear the same style all the time and, like, it's matched on my website and my social media and the way mm. that I talk when I'm playing, then at least it becomes cohesive because I keep doing it. It's that's consistent. That's a really good point. But I just don't know, like, what it is that I want to commit to that I can dig into that much. I feel like that's, like, the hardest thing is is committing to anything. Like, we can't commit to a style. We can't commit to a music genre. <laughs> but non-committal. Like, non-committal. Is a commitment. <laughs> Listen. It's honestly so difficult because... Sometimes I literally feel like wearing like a sports bra yeah. and like other days I'm like, I want to look like a little boy. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I want all of those versions of myself to work on stage and like work with the band. And But I don't know if that's how you make it, you know? Like, I don't know if that's actually going to work. You can't, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, that's think, always, I, I, th yeah. I don't think it's contingent on that one thing. Like, you know, I think... But style, I do think creating a brand is, a, is like yeah, something that you have so to do as an artist. Yeah. And so I don't know if you, just because, oh, it makes me happy to do that. Like, oh, that's going to shine through the audience. Like it might not. Okay. So, so what's the, the third, last one? Yeah. third was good like, vibes. Good vibes. Like how important is it to your success to be a good person? Hugely. Yeah. Hugely. You say that, but I know a lot of very popular I assholes. Do too. <laughs> right. I do too. Oh, totally. But like, I think for us... It's important for us to yeah. be nice. But I'm paying devil's advocate, but does being nice lessen your brand at all as an artist? Because I, I forgot who I heard say this, but they basically said, like, the artists who get up on stage and, like, very nice and, like, kind of chummy with their audience. Mm, you have to have some separation. Yeah, like, they're not coming across as, like, this is my art. Right. And you will like, you know, you're going to like this shit. Like, right. it's sort of like, hey, I hope you like this, as opposed to, you're gonna like, fucking like strap in. A, there's a difference between that's strap like the difference between like in. being confident. In, it, that's not about like being nice. I feel like as a person. Yeah. But like we always get on stage and we're like smiling at our audience and we're like, oh, "What's up?" You know. But some people get on stage and they're like dead silent. Right. You know? That's true. Lights go off. Band hits. It's like, all you know. like I can think of people that I like, 
listening to and going to their shows on both sides of this. Both sides. Like one thing. Yeah. Like one thing about being an artist and being nice that I think is really important is it helps me to be nice to the sound tech and to the crew. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like that sort of thing where when people are divas and dicks about it, it's just like it doesn't. Never good. Fucks over your show, you know. So like you have to be nice to the people. I mean, if you're gonna choose, like to the people who are making the sound up there sound good. And same thing with your band. Like yeah. nobody's gonna want to play with you. Oh, of course. If you're not nice to them. Yeah, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely talking like, perf- like fake. Like on stage, like, yeah. Like when, when you put on your on stage persona. Yeah. Like, is it important to choose a side? Like, should you be either very like chummy with, with your audience and like making jokes, which we oftentimes do. Like we just chat with, with the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some people are like, no, like there's a wall. I'm artists. And you are audience, and yeah. that's what's going to be for forty-five. And you think that's not nice? No, I. I mean, I think that's just a different. There's a barrier. There's a barrier, like yeah, I guess you know, I like, feel like, like, like you're not going to wave at your mom if different. your mom's in the audience. Like <laughs> you're just going to do your show because like you're this artist right now. I guess it's less like good. It's not about like having good vibes or bad vibes because it's like the three goods, right? I mean, I think this falls under the general guise of it, like yeah, like to have a good. On stage persona, and like what in what does that entail? Oh, a nice on stage oh, so persona. Maybe it's not not maybe okay. Yeah, so that's where we're getting confused. No, no, yeah, that's where we're getting confused. So you're I, saying good as in like professional and strong and easy to market is what I mean by good. God. Which I think could be nice or, or not me, nice or yeah, whatever or, it is. Whatever yeah. it is, it just has to be consistent. It has and to be like consistent, you have to exactly. own it. Like that is the mm-hmm. biggest part of faking it, I think. Or like the biggest part of doing this career is owning whatever you're doing. Mm. Yeah. Like committing and owning. That's yeah. so true. Wow. Like I was I was playing the show last Friday and I was really unhappy with like how many people were talking in the back of this venue because the venue was just like laid out poorly. I could like barely be seen on stage and then I could only see like the front row of people in front of me. I couldn't see the rest of the crowd that was mm-hmm. watching me, but I could see the people who were at the bar whose faces were being lit up by the lights at the bar and they were all talking, which is fine. Yeah. But like those were the only people that I could actually visualize but I couldn't show that on stage because yeah. as soon as I look uncomfortable or like I'm upset with something that's happening, I make the audience uncomfortable. And yeah. there are people there like to watch me and I'm going to look less professional the moment that I show that chip in my armor. I've heard a lot about authenticity. Like so many people talk about that so much, like artist authenticity. So it's like, it's interesting to be like, oh, I had to break character because everyone's always like, if you're... Like, just be there with your audience. Be authentic to who you are. Like, don't... I don't know. I think that's... Them saying that is a character. Like, that's them trying to pretend like their artistry is so easy and so, like, simple. But, like, as someone who, like, performs, like, a lot, like, which is... I'm not trying to be a dick. Yeah, no, tell us what it's like (laughs) to perform a lot, Franklin. But, like, there... Just so you know, Franklin is beloved by the New York musicians (laughs) community. And he will tell you. Yeah, But, like, last night I was talking with Paul... And when we, when we started the show, I was like, I was not in it. I was like, I was not ready to do this show. I was not ready to be on stage yeah. and be a performer at all. But like, you have to be there with your audience and yeah. be present. Mm-hmm. But like, I was not ready to be present. And people were like, oh man, it sounded great. And I was like, thanks. Like, There's, like, and the funny thing so is, yeah. I feel like the audience is lying when they say like, oh, we want to know. No, you, no, they don't. 
They don't want you to be like, oh, I'm sick and tired. They don't want to hear. I don't no, want to hear that exactly. as an audience member. Which, like, which I, I was. Again, I was sick it. and tired. Exactly. And I think about this sometimes. Like, So I'm the band leader of my band. You know, It's like I have this amazing band beside me, but we're playing my music. And like when I talk to them before we go on and try to check in with how they're feeling and stuff, a lot of the time, because we're all, you know, we're all like working musicians. We have hard days. A lot of the time they'll be like, I'm not feeling great, you know? And I know that it's going to turn on when we're on stage. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know what to say in it's that setting to, that, to like yeah. hype, hype people up to play a good show, but also be like, you know, I want to acknowledge how you're feeling and stuff. Yeah. And it's definitely like the friendlier you are with your band. Because with bands, I don't play with very often. When they ask how I'm doing, I'm like, oh, I'm ready. For I'm sure. Psyched. Like, For sure. Because I want to keep the gig. Right. And yeah. you want to like help whatever the artist <laughs> yeah, exactly. is yeah. feel great. Yeah. Like, I don't want them to have a bad show. I want to have a good show. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but when it's like people I know and like, how are you doing? I'm like, like fuck go fuck yourself like that's Mm -hmm. that's how i'm doing like i don't even want to talk to you right now so and on that note let's take a a moment to thank our sponsors oh yeah of course to do some shout outs yeah all right Uh, i wanted to shout out the brand of the overalls that i'm wearing roundhouse roundhouse overalls i like you very much i like you a lot i was given this pair as a gift but i like you not oh. from them. <laughs> Bye, my friend. No, they have not gifted me any pairs yet, but I would be open. They probably saw that. Instagram is very fashion forward. Well, That's it true. was. I, I guess it is. It but was, but not anymore. If you <laughs> if you watch her TikToks, you would know. <laughs> my one singular that, TikTok. That Ella has changed her aesthetic on I used Instagram. To, I would get brand deals with like fashion things because I used to post on Instagram like all the mm. time, like outfits, because I just enjoy that, like costume vibes. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And I recently realized that I think I was doing that because I was too afraid to like pursue music because Mm. I've always worked my nine to five, whatever. I'm like, that's a given. Like I have to do that. But like, these are my hobbies on the side. But I think it was too overwhelming to me for a while to like find a band for my solo stuff and start recording and releasing music. Because if you are a musician and you want your music to be heard, you have to immediately become an entrepreneur. And that is exactly, mm-hmm. exactly how it is. And most musicians don't want to be entrepreneur. I did not get into this business for the business. Oh, Grace yeah, did. I have to. It's fun though. <laughs> it's Grace, such a grind. Like Grace has a master's in entrepreneurialism. Do you yeah. actually? Yeah. yeah. Okay, from it's, where? It's arts management from, uh, and entrepreneurship. <laughs> from Berkeley? New from, the, from the new school. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what did you study at Berkeley also? Songwriting. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. I need to take like a like online course or something you, you for can songwriting. Come sit in you my high just, school uh, songwriting yeah. class. Can I actually? Come, Anytime. Come to my I'm I literally down. I'm not even kidding. You should just Don't get, uh, get the book Writing Better Lyrics by that Pat Patterson. Yeah. It's a great book. Uh, really? Yeah. Um, I'm going to write well, that down, literally. I'll also drop an actual real life brand deal. Yeah. Shout out Harvey Pedals and Money Man Pedals. They both. Okay. Ella's was a real brand no, deal. No, you I'm... have those deals, don't you? Yes. Don't yeah, you but you said a real brand deal. Yeah, it's yeah, the real brand deal I have. We were, about, we were talking about fake ones for a second. But but Ella's was real. I, mine let me is talk about a real, real brand deal. Yeah, let me that, just say, oh, now that no, we've gone through that, can we, we all agree because, that is what he sounds yeah. like? He no, was no, saying no, no, no. And you know that's no, because no, he... I, know I was saying because... Like, we, Franklin, we, could you just define for the audience, are you a man? Because I think they didn't know. All right. I meant like because we usually do fake brand deals, but right. because Anna brought a right. real one, right. I was like, "Oh, I'll bring a real one." Aspirational, okay. not fake. Yeah, yeah. Aspirational. 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 Yes, I would love to be but sponsored. It is called faking and not aspiring it. So, <laughs> but either way, shout right, out Harvey, shout it. out Harvey Pedals and Money Man Pedals, also known as Hard Time Electronics. 
great stuff. Check yeah. them out on Instagram. They are on my board currently. Slay, you got anything? No, I do not have a brand. Do you have a brand deal? No, I'm just like, is there anything you want to shout out in your life? I actually do have a brand deal. My inner monitors. X5. Love you guys. Shout out. Fuck me then. In yours? Grace, what's your brand deal? In yours will be the day that I make it. I want Mm -hmm. I. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, girl. Not quite. Not quite. This is a couple more rungs about monitors. A couple more rungs. (laughs) I want in yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to move like, into my segment, which is oh, going right, to be right, right, for right, our right. guest, rapid fire, medium rare, beef. medium rare, lightly seared beef. Not tartar. Not I tartar. Tartar would work. No. We're gonna the three of us, Franklin, Grace, and Rebecca, are gonna go through just some things that we want to mm. hear your opinions on, and mo- hopefully they're negative opinions. Okay, so I'm excited. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. So our first topic is going to be live edge wood coffee tables. Love them. Very modern. Mm. Very Mm-mm. positive. Super basic. Mm. Everyone's mm. got one. Upper East Side, like all wow. the expensive ass bougie ass bitches mm. have these these tables. Interesting. All right. Okay. Side- and I'm over she's it. Not done. Oh, she's not done. She's yeah, not done. You got eight, eight, yeah, yeah we're, go. we're gonna go with 15 so, no, her, seconds. Her hydro seconds. is sitting on our live edge. Coffee table. Right, so. Did you hear that hydro flask? <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> <Okay>. Okay. <laughs> okay, Grace, you go. Side parts. Oh, man. Hey, however, unless you are in full glam, no side parts allowed. Mm. I'm going to take down my hair and show you a side part in just a second. <laughs> change that mind. Frank, you going? Sweet green. I kind of hate. Recently, I've been on a hate kick with them. Hate. Hate? Why? Give us some reasons. Yeah. Expensive. I don't want to pay fifteen dollars for a salad. It is crazy. But it's so good. Like one of my rich rabbit. Like, who would? Yeah. Ridiculous. Who would go to Sweet Green when you could go to Dig? I mean, that's all I have Shout to say. Shout out Dig. No, no, no. Who would go to Sweet Green when you can buy a salad no. from Trader Joe's for like literally thirty dollars? That's true. You could just buy a salad. Yeah, you could just buy. One. I'm. I've been very into making my own food. Recently. Rebecca's a big sweet green person by well the way. i actually only ever had sweet green for the first time when i started working a retail job in williamsburg mm. and i have to go yeah because like, the second thing on my list is williamsburg you can see it written oh, yeah, right yeah, go, there go, go. williamsburg, yeah, williamsburg go oh my god she loves brooklyn williamsburg. as a whole <laughs> she loves it and i i, Wait, I hate live, going to brooklyn because it's far away. I live, you in, live in Midtown. <laughs> I thought you lived in Brooklyn. I live in Midtown. You East. live in Midtown. Williamsburg, though, is cute. I know. It's okay, rat, rat Midtown. infested. Midtown. Midtown, love, adore. Strange opinion. That is so fabulous. Oh my God. That's off the rails. There you it's are. Off the rails, yeah. That but. should be your main persona on stage. Yeah, that should, the fact that you love unique. Midtown. <laughs> that should be yeah, like number one. You should wear like one. one of the scratchy I Love New York t shirts that you get five for $10. It should have, your song should have been <laughs> Midtown City shirts. Lights. That should have been yeah, Midtown City Lights yeah. in my window. <laughs> yeah, <nice. laughs> okay, cool. Midtown, Midtown, <laughs> they all are Midtown City Lights. That's correct. Guitar. Guitar. I'm learning guitar again. Oh, wow. I'm learning. I broke both my elbows at the same time. You broke what? them. Right when I began. How? Did you do that? How? Let me restart the story. What's that? I broke both my elbows. No, I learned. I got a guitar for my 18th birthday. I went to college, started learning freshman year, sophomore year. I had rollerblades. I went rollerblading, broke both my elbows oh my at God. the same time. I forget that. 
you, you like I forget 18 isn't that far away for you I was like 18 that's like so far that's like pretty wow recent. you must be so old Grace. I am I'm just an old bag <laughs> you must be almost 27 yeah. Grace loves <laughs> pretending like she is somehow approaching I death I feel like you're in her exactly late fucking my 20s like, like I feel like you're younger than me sometimes that seems like an insult <laughs> Did you, you guys spend a lot of time together? That's so funny. No. <laughs> we this is actually the third time meeting. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. You know what's crazy? I'm pretty sure we have spent more time together. <laughs> Aren't you on a song together? Yes. Yeah, totally no, separate. Yeah, yes, that is correct. We did not do it in the same place. I love we were not friends. No, yeah. no, no. It was actually, it was pretty, it's not animosity on that song. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, that's, beef. what's it called? What's the song called? Tiny, Tiny, Tiny City, City Yeah, that's your next topic. Yeah. If I like them, I like the song or if I hate it. Or do you like Tiny City Lights? <laughs> I love Tiny City Lights as a thing. Yeah. Okay. But the song, not so much. Song, Great. hate. All right. Song, um, I mean, cats. Love, I want one, especially hairless cats. I want a hairless cat. Oh, wow. <laughs> the eyebrows should, so should have been an indicator that she would want a hairless cat, yeah. to be honest. I want a hairless cat so bad. You took this in such a crazy roller coaster. <laughs> You're like, yes, insane. love them. I treated it like an, like an equal. Which you wanted that hairless cat the whole time. I feel like I feel like God, I never should have treated you well. That's crazy. <laughs> Get out of here. I should house. have asserted my dominance yeah. immediately. Yeah. Oh my god. Immediately. Says the man in the room in the corner. Okay, Grace, what's your last one? I don't know. Oh. Alright, we can just move on. Chicken fingers. I'm vegetarian, but I oh. love them. I eat them and I love them. Wait, what? So I think what? that's a lie. <laughs> Okay, what songs have, been have you been, just to, to wrap up our, yeah. our lovely time together, Ella Galvin, what song have you been listening to and loving lately? Nonsense. Thank I've, you. I stalk Ella's. Thank you. Uh, for some reason, she's what? number one on my Instagram. So no she's way. right up there, right? <laughs> that was crazy what just happened. <laughs> you just decided I mean, for her. Y'all she, didn't that like, she didn't, she didn't like nonsense. Mind. Speaking of Sabrina Carpenter, she read my mind. Oh, oh this is a joke. Sabrina Carpenter song? Yeah. I yes. love her album. I want her entire team. I want her entire Honestly. team. That's fair. I listened to the song Nonsense, and I was like, this is ridiculous and so awful and so cliche. I hate these lyrics. I hate her. And then I listened to it like five more times and I was like, like and that's yeah. on conviction. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I was like, this shit is so Tornado good. warnings. I'm like, yes, I love it. Fast Should times. I listen to this oh. on my home? Yes. Have you guys heard the new Lil Yachty album, the Departure album? No. no. All right. Is it, is is it, it singing rad? heavy? It's great. it's like great. It's like Nick Hakeem worked on it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Get out. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll awesome. talk about this one. So you guys want to rap? And Questlove posted about it. Oh, Questlove posted about it. Questlove posted about it. I mean, he is the culture signifier. He is the culture signifier. All right, shall we finish? Let's wrap. Let's wrap. Ella, what have you learned from being on this podcast <laughs> with us today? So much. I have to like write all of them down. Oh all yeah, the things I all learned. the things. Yeah. I actually just texted Grace songwriting books. I already forgot the name of it, but I saw it. Cool. <laughs> My phone died immediately. Cool, afterwards. cool, cool. Great. What's something you're working on right now or looking forward to that you want our audience to know about? I'm working on our a song. audience is huge. So yeah, I'm working I on just- a song called. <laughs> yeah, they're huge. Let Ella just, talk. Let me just say it again. Yeah. Go ahead, Ella. I'm working on. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I'm working on a song right now called Pink Shoes, and I'm really excited about it. I always joke that I want to be a rapper, which is like not a joke. I love to rap, and I'm rapping in the song. Ella is wow. Well. <laughs> yeah, for reference. For yeah. reference. If you guys couldn't, if you hadn't made your made up your mind at this like point in the episode. Really fast. Yeah, if the rollerblades and the bleached eyebrows yeah. and the, the 
tip you off there. Um, the Midtown. In the Midtown. Yeah. Midtown. Yeah. Loving that was a- these wood coffee table things. Right. Yeah. Ter- not good. All right, well, we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for faking it. I I am confused why it took you four trains now. I was like, oh, she's coming from Brooklyn. We'll talk about that after for our non-New York audience. Yeah, we'll talk about that after when we, like, go hang out. Yeah, that's true. Definitely not kidding. I'm out of my house after this. I can just come right back in. (laughs) (laughs) I got my key. You can't get me out. Bye. (laughs) Bye.